Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm really... I'm tortured by insanity. Good hello. Good hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's issues program. I'm a little frazzled, fazoozled, fadoodooed. Um, I've got a lot of doggy doo doo all over my poopy snotch. That's because this week the issues guy got, yes, in fact, the issues dog. There she is. He, she, he. I have a problem where I call all dogs he and all cats she. I have three male cats and I have one female dog and I call all the cat she and I call the dog he. Uh, I don't know, I guess I'm sexist or I'm animalistic. I'm uh, I'm animal sex animal sexism because there's animal racism going on. And some of you are looking at this beautiful face and this dog, some of you might be going, "Hey, I don't want to kind of dog that is." Yes, it's a mixed terrier mutt. That's right. It's not that other kind of dog. And maybe even if it is that kind of other dog, I'm an ambassador. It's going to show you how sweet my puppy is. So yeah, this whole show is going to be about my puppy. That's all I really want to talk about. There's two things I want to talk about today. One is my puppy. The other is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And oh, a third thing I want to talk about, a fucking kick-ass band of a bunch of my friends and a band that needs your help right now, fucking Silver Beast. Support Silver Beast, play with Ninja Turtles, and get a dog. That, that's all I need to say to you right now. Yeah, and oh, of course, my, my cat now wants to, wants to what, what are you doing over there, cat? Hey, cat. You, she's like, feed me, there's stupid dog here. There's a damn dog here. Give me food. Those of you that weren't watching the live stream, I was showing a picture or showing a live video of my cat reacting to the dogginess. So what made the issues guy get a dog? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that interesting in blah, blah, this, that information in a second. And what do I want to talk about Ninja Turtles? I mean, I think we all know what I want to talk about Ninja Turtles. I, I don't need an excuse to talk about them. Season 2 is coming really, really fast of the Nickelodeon series. I got my first piece, even though it came out a long time ago, I never reported it. The first piece of good information about this Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie. And again, I keep calling it a Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie. He's not directing it. He's producing it. If Michael Bay's money can go to making a good Ninja Turtles movie, I'm okay with it. But I want to talk about something more specifically with Ninja Turtles, and we'll get to it. I didn't even print out silly, goofy news this week, because I just want to talk to you. And also, I'd like to thank everybody that's been tuning into the Breaking Bad podcast on Sunday evenings. This week, it was not on Sunday evening, because I was at a concert, which I will be talking about. But it will be back to normal for the last three weeks, every night, right after the episode airs. And also, starting this Sunday, I will be taking part. I don't know when it's going to be live, but I'll be recording the first podcast. Of a podcast, I will be... I, I, I stop, to say, to stop to say that I'm a part-time member, because I'm more than part-time. I'm a almost full-time, but sometimes, depending on commitments here and there, some of us might not be on it. But there's four... Really funny people, really interesting folks that are going to be bringing to you a podcast over there at the Couchmasters, couchmasters.com. Uh, check that out. Add them on Facebook and all that stuff. Add us on Facebook and all that stuff. We'll be doing anything that you sit in your couch. We're masters of the couch, of sitting, watching TV, listening to music, playing music, playing board games, watching movies, doing whatever. We are the masters of the couch, and you all can be masters of your couch, too. And really learn. And we're going to be talking, and we'll have an awesome podcast I'll be recording this Sunday, and that will be up for your listening enjoyment. And that's with John C. Riley and a couple of other new folks that you'll be meeting if you check out the Couch Masters. And also, 
on that station and on that website, it will be the return of One versus One with me and John C. Riley, and there'll be a bunch of other videos and stuff like that. There'll be some cross-pollination between Issues Program and the Couch Masters. We're like... You know, we're all one big family when it comes to that. So, so look forward to a lot of cool stuff from the Couch Masters. So also, as I mentioned, my fucking awesome kick-ass band called Silver Beast that my band will be playing a show with at the end of September. But they are playing at the Freedom Rally in Boston or the Hemp Fest, as some of you might know it. Uh, so definitely check out the scheduling for that to find out when Silver Beast is playing. I don't know the official time. I could, I'll search a little bit and maybe someone can, someone can send me something to tell me what time they're playing. But today, what I want to talk to you about is voting. It's one of these things where, you know, you put your music up and you have to get people to vote for it. It's the, the newfangled battle of the bands. In some ways, it's more fair than those go to a concert, oh, who cheers more, this band wins, or people in the audience voting. It's you actually get people to call or or go in and, you know, vote for your band. So, so everybody, vote for Silver Beast. And you can find the voting information at www.fullscenahead.com backslash voting. And then just click on Silver Beast, click on vote, and that's it. And also visit their website, check out their music. And as I said, look, all the times for their shows and stuff will be at their website. Let me see, Silver Beast. Silver Beast, and let's see, silverbeast.net is a little bit of Silver Beast. Check out.
Now that's a little bit of Silver Beast Critical Concentration. And you can check out their website, silverbeast.net. And check out Silver Beast at the Boston Freedom Rally at high noon on high noon at uh, on 914. 914. 914. 914. So check that out. So, see now this is this sucks because I have to turn this off. Because I have to keep talking, but I could sit here and just listen to, <laughs> hang out at the, uh, the Silver Beast website, and for the next uh, little bit, have the whole podcast be you and I listening to the, listening to Silver Beast, because I am a big fan. I'm a big fan of the bass guitar, and I've seen, when, when back when I first started playing, we played, my band Frightening Dick Theater played with this band, I forget what they were called, but they did have the double bass uh, thing going on. They weren't as awesome at it as Silver Beast is, but, they, but I really liked the setup, and I also really enjoyed, that's my favorite Spinal Tap song, Big Bottom. And I just enjoy that sound, especially when someone's allowed to do some, you know, more lead work on the bass, because I enjoy that sound. And uh, Dusty is kick-ass at adding uh, some extra flavor to the bass guitar. So check them out, vote for them, do all the stuff I said, and yeah. So off to, yeah, our Breaking Bad podcast with Gotti have been doing good. Special announcement about the Breaking Bad podcast. Yes, in fact, there is going to be a Saul TV show. Yep, there is going to be. It's really happening. The Saul show is actually happening. The spinoff series or a prequel spinoff series. And don't know any more about it except that it's going to be one hour. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes from there. We'll see if maybe we'll do a uh, Better Call Saul post-episode podcast or maybe a season uh, review or something like that. So, uh, so, so keep an eye out for that. So, yes, Ninja Turtles. As I was saying, the Ninja Turtles. The one piece of good information that came out about the Ninja Turtles movie that I wanted to talk about was William Fincher from Prison Break. And he was in that one part of The Dark Knight when we first meet the Joker. You know, the guy in the bank that's like, that uh, starts to uh, shoot them with a shotgun or something like that. So, so but I, I've seen him. I was a big fan of Prison Break. And even when the show got bad, his performance was always top-notch. And I do need to say I am moderately excited for moderately excited for him playing the Shredder. And it's the first piece of good information that I've heard about this movie. So, so I'm cautiously optimistic that I might get a piece of popcorn fluff. Fluffinutta. So I can make some Ninja Turtle Fluffinutta sandwiches. So back to my dog. Now, how did this happen? I mentioned before that I have three cats. Yeah, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, four three, three, three cats. <laughs> oh, you no problem. Like I said, I would have sat here and, and listened to Silver Ble- Beast all day. Bleast. I would have listened to Silver, Silver Bleach all day. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I would have. I, I dig you guys. I really do. I don't have to pretend this, pretend that shit, motherfucker. I love the bass guitar. I love some kick-ass bass. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I'm get I'm getting excited. I'm excited for the show that I'm playing with you guys. I'm excited for you guys playing the Hempfest. I'm excited for you winning this contest. And if they win, they get a single, a produced single at some studio that I forget the name, but it's <laughs> but I had it there. So vote for them. Yeah, damn it. 
I have trouble being a shill. I have trouble. I'm, I mean, I'm. I'll talk about things I love, but I, I, I'd have trouble. I'd have real trouble if someone was paying me to say to sell something. If I was like, listen, everybody, these Bic lighters are the best lighters in the world. You need to get a Bic if you need to fuck a stranger in the ass. You better use a Bic guitar. A Bic guitar. <laughs> a Bic guitar. <laughs> Sorry, I had bass on my mind. I had the bass on my mind. Hibbity 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 hibbity. So the new Ninja Turtles movie is coming, whether we like it or not. What I'm hoping happens is that we get surprised and it knocks it out of the ballpark. If anything, it can't be worse than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It, it can't be. It's No, it won't be. And it can't be worse than the, that, tele, that television show, The Next Mutation, which was like Power Rangers mixed with Ninja Turtles. That, that was no good shit. That was shit on a stick smelling like caca that I cleaned up for my dog yesterday. No, that stuff was crap. And I enjoyed the TMNT. The T, I can't spell. I can't think. I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. The Ninja Turtles movie that came out, the animated movie that was all CG style that uh, with Patrick Stewart doing a voice for, I believe it was just called TMNT. I, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that's, that's what it was. And it was supposed to be a continuation to the first two uh, original movies in the same way that the newer Superman movie, uh, not, not the Man of Steel, the one that came before, the one with uh, Kevin Spacey playing Lex Luthor. And uh, was supposed to be a continuation to the Christopher Reeves one. It was like connecting two different universes. That, that shit doesn't work. That's a lot of crap. That's a lot of crap. My pleasure, my pleasure. I can't spell. I was a bad speller to begin with. Like, like I used to fail spelling classes all the time and spelling quizzes. And then at a certain point, I started to be forced to get a little bit better at it. Once I got to junior high school and you needed to actually write papers and you were called out on your BS and stuff. And then something magical happened. Spell check was invented. And really, it just it made my spelling go into the fucking toilet and get flushed down there like some duty. <laughs> like some tasted duty. I'm excited to be rocking with you guys too. It's gonna be a fun show. That like we are we have the honestly, we have the luckiest spot of the night. We're sandwiched between two kick-ass bands. And uh, I, I'm re we're really pumped for this show and really psyched for, you know, w w just the whole night. And it's going to be a kick-ass night. It's gonna, and that's going to be at Spotlight. I believe the date's the 28th. I, I'm, not good with, I'm not good with dates. Spotlight in Beverly, Mass. I, I look at a calendar. I can figure it out. I know, it's, <laughs> I know what weekend it is, and I just don't know the dates in association to the weekends. It is, uh, yes, September 28th. So come on down to Spotlight. But before then, get your ass out to the Hemp Fest and check out, and check out Silver Beast there. And a lot of other cool-ass bands. Planetoid's playing there, Big Old Dirty Bucket, a lot of my good friends and bands I've played with in the past. So check them all out. Check out your schedule. I believe there's one printed up somewhere. Go to Mass Can or Google search Mass Can or Boston Freedom Rally schedule, and you'll get the schedule. I don't want to waste your time pulling it out and getting a magnifying glass and looking at it and stuff. So check that out. Check all that out. I just want to go and play all my friends' bands that are playing at the Freedom Rally this year. <laughs> just play them all! So I was talking about the Ninja Turtles and, and this new movie. Like I said, with the Michael Bay thing... 
it makes it tough to support it and get behind it and really love it in and the 20 oh the 27th excuse me friday the 27th not saturday the 28th it's friday the 27th so don't show up on saturday the 28th and go where the fuck is the zombie bash the issue guy told me that he's an asshole yep i am an asshole you'll have to just hook it up on youtube at that point and watch the video from the show because i will be taking video the audio will suck because the audio on my camera sucks but i will get video from a lot of the bands on the show so there will be something so it is on the 27th. It's funny, I have that listed. I could have just gone to my band page and looked at the and looked at the uh and looked at the title. It's Friday, September 27th, Lingerie Pajama Birthday Bash, uh Pickle and Nikita's birthday party. <laughs> big tar, what'd I say? <laughs> oh my god, a big tar! Holy shit! Did you just make that right now? I need to, okay, folks. <laughs> wow, we have Dusty is listening to us right now, and Dusty is an instrument creator. He's an amazing instrument creator, and he just created the wonderful instrument right now that we have the the wonderful and exciting. And give me a second to bring this up here. There might be a moment of silence while I adjust the screen here. <laughs> might be a moment of silence while I adjust the screen inside, and I go like this. And this, and then we got, ladies and gentlemen, the Bic, the Bic, the Bic tar, <laughs> or the the Bigace, the Bigace, the Bigace guitar. Now, nothing sounds better than a slap pop on one of these. How you play it is you use the flint and you scratch and you do a little scratch popping on it. It's not slap popping; it's scratch popping. And when you play it, you can really light yourself on fire. So be careful. Not to wear anything flammable when playing the Bigace <laughs> guitar. <laughs> no! What the hell is with Yahoo Messenger? I'm sorry. I, I'm stupid. I still have Yahoo Messenger because there's a couple of ways I communicate with my friends. And I must get more, uh, more spam type stuff on Yahoo Messenger than anywhere ever in existence in my life. It just, it's, it's constantly repeating itself over and over again in a disastrous way. It, I, get these, I get these letters from whores and stuff. <laughs> a mouse could play it. Yeah, that's true. A mouse could play it. It could, it could be rocked by a mouse or it could be rocked by a chipmunk. I could see, I could see the chipmunks playing one of these. We, we should send it to... <laughs> There's this guy I saw on America's Got Talent that made instruments on, out of like everyday common household devices. Like, you know, made like the broom bass and stuff <laughs> and made... Uh... One of them was really stupid. He just said, he's like, this is a drum and it's like a bucket. Yeah, we all know the bucket. <laughs> no, big old dirty bucket. <laughs> I could see the Ninja Turtles playing this. I definitely could. I, I want to play it. <laughs> this is Gotti. Let me switch Source A to the big guitar. Is that it? No, that's Ninja Turtles. Which one's that? Switch it up, Miles. Sorry, Phil. You're, you're, you're thinking on your feet a lot today. I know, I know, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm doing, I'm having fun today. Woo! <laughs> right now, what I'm doing, for those just listening on the audio, I'm trying to eat the, eat the guitar that I cannot pronounce correctly, because, because, because when you smoke marijuana in the morning, boys and girls, when you're on your off work season, 
it causes blah, blah, blah. And as I mentioned before, I got a blah, 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 a puppy rough, rough, which is changing my responsibility and changing what I'm doing every single morning and getting up and dancing and getting, getting up at the crack of dawn and constantly watching the cage and being a scared little bitch because I'm worried about my dog getting into this and that and other thing. <sighs> it's awful. When, I, when you go to the Animal Rescue League, you know, I'm somebody that really cares about animals. I really do. Uh, I, I'm not somebody, oh, forget people. I like animals better than people. I, but I really do love animals. Thank you very much. Thank you. See, when I, uh, <laughs> thank you. And if you uh, can look at the mic display, I don't know if you can, because we see light. We have uh, Ninja Turtles trading cards right there for, for, uh, <laughs> was a gift to the Issue Studios last Hanukkah. And, yeah, and then we, and then I know you'll appreciate this one. We've got Yokozuna. <laughs> oh, Yokozuna, ruler of Australia, will get you. And Yokozuna likes to fight with Donnie. Yo, Yokozuna, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm tough, Donnie. Ooh, ah, bah, yeah, tsai, And then John Luke Picard's like, make it, make it so you will stop this fighting now. No, I will not. Oh, and then the Eminem fern gets an I will catch you. I am Yokozuna. No one can beat me. Uh, do you know who can beat him? Donald Duck. So yeah, this, yeah, it was simple. Issues, stu issues, studios, nice and my home base. Well, thank you for liking the microphone. It came with a wonderful with with issues studios as a good package deal. I got this little now as we show. Hopefully, we won't get unplugged here, but we have the studio. I don't have a long enough wire to show you it all, but it is a Behringer, a Behringer C1 <laughs> microphone. I really cared about this thing, because when I first left uh, WMWM, for whatever reason, I was using, you know, I was using just regular microphones, you know, not bad ones, you know, like 57s or something, and like holding it like this, or my first, the first microfo microphone I used when I started to try to do the podcast online was actually, I have it right here, it's, it's a real big piece of shit, <laughs> it's one of these USB mics that was, oh, here it is, here's the piece of shit, right here. This little thing, and it was all staticky and weird, and then I was using a piece of uh, <laughs> pantyhose with a coat hanger. This was my initial issue studio setup. So it was a piece of shit USB mic for those listening again, and a piece of pantyhose. Like, hello. <laughs> hello, I am the pantyhose man. You cannot see me. I will kill you. <laughs> a very visual issues program today, folks. And we're going to eventually, these videos are up for viewing on the Ustream page for a little while after this show airs. So you can always check them out there if you're listening to the audio feed and you want to watch what the audience is watching live. You can check it out if you go to the Issues Guy Ustream page. You can see the last couple of videos and the Breaking Bad videos uh, cycled and live. Unless we have some connection problems and then I can't do crap about it. So shove it up your ass. No, I'm kidding. I'm so mean today. I'm in a mean mood. It's it's the not sleeping has me all meany, mean, mean, mean. Yeah, you like the Donnie. Oh, it, the sound went down. Hello? Oh, no, the sound's off. 
What's wrong with the sound? Oh no. And I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I uh the, for for whatever reason the the camera that had me live did not uh broke down it broke down and i lost the sound because of this Ustream producer thing you have to switch each individual like clip you go on say if i cl click on this one right here where it's the issues guy or the guitar <laughs> the big ace guitar or my puppy or ninja turtles or something like that or hey hey there sunny boy each one of those you have to set the audio for individually and sometimes they reset so if i click on this for instance it's uh this was the one that was before, but if I click on this one, maybe the audio is not working. Oh, no, it's working. But I guess it was just that one. It's been so long since I did just the whole camera of myself because I'm so scared and I don't want to be on camera. But as I was saying, if you want to check out any of this video stuff after the fact, you can check it out on the Ustream page live, live, live. Yokozuna. Yeah, Donnie's my favorite. This was. It's funny. He's not, Donnie isn't my favorite turtle. I, I really do love Donnie. Don't get me wrong. I love all the turtles. I know who my least favorite turtle is. It's, is Leonardo. But, but I still love him. I love Leonardo on the new Nickelodeon series better than I've ever loved Leonardo because of his Star Trek obsession. And I find him having a little bit more characterization in the series, being a little goofy and a little cheesy and a little... You know, overly. Oh, everybody, let's go! You know, and they and they make fun of him because of that. I feel like it was just before. It was just like, oh, oh kind of like they say in what I'm going to talk about later, the video game, when Raph says to him at one part in the video game, he's like, he's like, okay, uh, Donnie's, uh, Mikey's the the freakazoid. I'm the tough one. Donnie's the brains. What? What are you, Leo? Your leader? What's leader? Oh, what's that? That doesn't make any sense. And then, and then Leo's response is, maybe I'm the smart one. And he goes, no, I said, that's Donnie. And it's like, what is Leonardo when it really comes down to it? And so he was always kind of my least favorite. I found him, you know, he's a teacher's pet. And, and I think that gets played up really well in the new series. He's the teacher's pet. He's, he is the leader. He's the most responsible. He's dealing with the most, he's got the most balls in the air, so to speak. So... <laughs> but Leo never was my favorite turtle, and neither was Donnie, really. I mean, I guess as a kid, my favorite turtle, and not even just as a kid, my favorite turtle has always been... <laughs> thank you. My favorite turtle has always been uh, Michelangelo. It From beginning to end, it's been Michelangelo. I haven't always found Mikey funny, but he was always my favorite turtle on the series when I was watching it, and in the, the original movie, and on this new series. In this new series, it's closer than ever. I, I think Donatello and Raph switch off for my uh, two favorite, two second favorite turtles. But when I was a kid, my whole point of talking about this whole thing, when I was a kid, for whatever reason, this, this guy, this toy right here was my favorite toy. This guy right here. I freaking loved this dude. I don't know if it was because of the trench coat. I'm pretty sure they had all the turtles in trench coats, and I had them all in trench coats. But I just thought Donnie looked the most badass in his trench coat with the purple and stuff. He's just like, motherfucker. And when I went through the great toy explosions of the mid-teenage years, Donnie was probably my longest-lasting Ninja Turtle toy to have. True... 
to be completely honest, though, this uh, this Donatello action figure, uh, it's the one, again, those who are listening and aren't watching the stream, it's the one with the trench coat and the hat, and he has that kick-ass expression to face, and he has a knife in his pocket. This isn't my original toy. This I got at the wonderful place, I hope that still exists, because it's been a while since I've been there, at uh, the Liberty Tree Mall that sells old toys. This guy right here, this Yokozuna, is actually from my childhood. This is probably the, and it's, and it's just funny that he is the lone survivor. He, oh no, I think I might have one G.I. Joe with his leg cut off. That I used to call Casey Jones. <laughs> Let's see if I can find Casey Jones, if, he, if he's right in here. I'm not going to overdo it. But, uh, but yeah, maybe, may, I do think I have one G.I. Joe in my bedroom desk drawer that I'm not going to get. That's the other guy. And I, and I used to, I, what I used to do with all my toys, with all the action figures, is I'd play, it's funny, I'd play Karate Kid. I'd, I'd make one Danielson, and then I'd make him have to fight his way through the All-Valley Tournament and stuff. Hello, I, uh, yo, dude, you, you mess with me, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to beat you, Johnny. Ooh, I'm going to kill you, LaRusso. Ooh, I'm going to get you. Yo, Adrian, no, I'm not Rocky. I'm Daniel LaRusso. Crane technique. Oh. Good job, Daniel-san. You are very, very good. Yes, you are. Thank you, Master Splinter. I mean, Master, Master Sensei, Guy, Dude, whatever your name is. Mr. Miyagi, let's go to Okinawa. Okay, let's go to Okinawa. Do, 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 do. I will get you, Miyagi. Oi, Miyagi. Miyagi Dojo. Uh, we fight to the death. <laughs> Live or die, man. Die. <laughs> Wrong. Honk. <laughs> That's what was missing in the new uh, in the new Karate Kid movie. You were missing some serious. <laughs> you were missing some serious honking of the nose, and it should have been the Kung Fu Kid anyway. I don't mind the Karate Kid remake, the Jaden Smith one. It, it's it it looks okay sometimes. It it's visually kind of entertaining at times, but what I don't like is that they call it the Karate Kid. It's not the Karate Kid. It's the Kung Fu Kid. The Shaggy Chan, when he's teaching him, he even says, I'm teaching you Kung Fu. There's no mention of karate anywhere in the movie. Call the thing the goddamn Kung Fu Kid. Holy shit, Harry Krishna. Jesus Christ. But it switches off with me between Donnie and... Donnie and uh, Raph, um, who fills that extra void. I didn't find Mikey that entertaining on the 2000 series, or those of you that weren't too into the 2000 series, the the um, Turtles Forever movie was another example of that. Oh, Silver Beast, I'm, my head is in Silver Beast, yes, where is, no, not that, put it up, put up a damn picture, you idiot, can, can, do you have any talent on this friggin' thing, can you do it, there we go, <laughs> as I block out one, as I'm a turtle, look at me, I'm in there. Look, I've made myself a turtle. Teenage Ninja Turtle. On the 2000 series or in the Turtles Forever movie, I wasn't a big fan of that Mikey. I didn't find him funny. And in a couple of other versions of Mikey in the TMNT movie, Mikey wasn't funny at all. Uh, Raph was badass. and But none of the Turtles were really themselves in that movie. Excuse me. But in this new Nick series, I guess that's how I knew I was going to like the series from the very beginning. Because I actually found Michelangelo funny. 
And I think that's a big, that's a big selling point for me. If I find Michelangelo funny, I'm going to enjoy a turtle series because he's the one that I want to like the most. I mean, I like all the other guys. Like I said, Donnie is really cool when he get, starts getting all brains and stuff and becomes unstoppable because he has the brains or when you see that he's the least talented fighter in some situations because, because he's more cerebral than the rest. I like that. And, and Raph, when he's done right, when he's not too brooding, but he's more of a hothead than brooding, it works awesome as well. I, I think they went a little too far after the success of the first Ninja Turtles movie that with the Raph Leo emotional stuff. And I think that was, it was entertaining and hardcore in the TMNT movie, but it was too much. It was too much of it. We had already settled their problems in the first two movies if it was connected together. What I like about, <laughs> what I like about this series is, or the Nickelodeon series, is they did that all in one episode. They had one episode where Raph's like challenging Leo for leadership and being, you know, like, I could be a better leader. I'm a better fighter. I could kick your ass, blah, blah, blah. Why are you doing this? I'm Leonardo. Leonardo, you're a pussy. And it was, I think it was the same episode that we end up meeting Karai as well. And... (laughs) Sorry, I got a text message. And uh, it's it's the same episode we meet Karai. And, and basically, Leo just disappears, and Raph has to lead the group, and you see Raphael having a, basically having a panic attack, trying to, trying to save everybody, and, and he's like, and he, and he goes back to Master Splinter after getting Donnie and Mikey out of there when they're about to get, about to get killed, or I think it's Mikey that almost gets killed, and he's like, Master Splinter, I don't mind risking my own life, but risking my brother's lives, I, I can't do that, and then Splinter's like, yeah, now you know what the fuck Leonardo has to deal with. I love this splinter, too. He's just like, you're an idiot. That's, you, you, you know, that's what Leonardo has to deal with. Uh, I love what Leo, like in the first episode when Leonardo's crying about, they, they, we got into a fight and they beat us, but they didn't fight fair. Splinter's like, fair? And he grabs him by the air, ear and he like, squeezes his ear and throws him ground. He goes, was that fair? Did I beat you? Then there is no fair. And you realize that's that this is a different kind of splinter. This is a, you know, this isn't like do the right thing, boys. This is, you know, win, 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 win at all costs. So yeah, that, that episode, it was just, it was dealt with that. And then they go and find Leo when they realize that it's a trap and, and uh, it's all solved with Raph going, you're the leader, no, you're the leader, all's forgiven. No more talking about that. The end. And it's not that Raph doesn't, doesn't talk shit or something. It's just that, after that fact, it's just that it kind of stop. You know, it stops. It uh, it it's becomes more just accepted that Leonardo's the leader and Raphael just has to deal with it, and everybody basically just has to deal with it. So, but what I do want to talk about, I know it's a long lead up to talk about one specific subject, is the new Ninja Turtles video game, Out of the Shadows. It's I started to write a review, and I might still put out a written review. I want to see if they do any patches or do any DLC before I get way into a, like a written review. My first impressions. My first impressions are when I when I initially played it, I played it for almost I'd say twenty four hours in in a. 24 to 35 hours in a two-day period of time. I was obsessed with it. The gameplay itself, when you get into it, the main game, there's an arcade mode that which is very similar to the old-school Ninja Turtles beat-em-up games. And as you unlock 
boards on the and checkpoints and stuff in the in the campaign mode you unlock areas in the arcade mode and you also unlock challenge modes the challenge modes you can compare similar to arkham city there are some elements of this game that you could compare to arkham city um some of the there are similarities in combat similarities in the talent trees uh similarities in the way that you move around the city in some ways not similarities are the way the combat actually is is used the way you actually fight is way different than arkham city and each turtle has a different fighting ability i'd say one of them is a little bit more like batman than the other ones but even the way that you time out your combat is different it's less about the rhythm and more about taking your time and looking for the right openings. And in kind of like in a fighting game, you you enter your moves and there's a little bit of a delay before your moves come out. And also, you're dealing with four other teammates around it sometimes, whether it's <clears throat> whether it's human companions. Excuse me, I forgot to get water. Whether it's human companions or the CPU, you can do team attacks, team turtle attacks, real big, amazing counters and falls. Similar, again, to the way you can do in Batman, but Batman, it always fe- it feels like it's a rhythm game at times. With Ninja Turtles, it feels beat-em-up-ish, but it feels really violent. The, I'd say the fighting engine is close. It's about 80% there. They need to come 20 more percent, and I think they'll have it, they'd have a superior fighting engine than the Arkham City engine. Yeah, yeah, I said that, but not yet, but they're close. They're getting there. And if this student one has Warner Brothers Studios funding them, one had a very low indie budget. So, so I say you give Red Fly Studios some cash and let them make a really, really, really big, full fret, full fledged, all money into it, first party title game. You know, <laughs> EA, give them money. You give every other piece of crap game company money. Give this good game company money. And let them make their own stuff. Yeah, I call. I don't care if EA really does it. I'm not saying. Activision's fine. Activision, give them more money. Do whatever. Nickelodeon, pony up some cash. Or whoever owns rights to the Ninja Turtles right now. Pony up the loot and get this game made. Because it has some serious possibilities of awesomehood. So... The new Ninja Turtles game, it's divided in, you have four chapters, four chapters you can fight through. The combat is really fun. It, you definitely need to upgrade your turtles. When you first start the game, the game feels very stiff and slow moving, and you don't feel like you can do a lot. That has to do with the, the way the game was made to be able to, to urge you to replay the same levels over and over again to keep gaining experience and upgrade your turtles. And once you upgrade your turtles, if, if they did something similar to what they did in... Uh, God, uh, the Castlevania game where you start off with all your abilities and you go and you fight a boss fight and you kick the boss's ass, but he puts one last thing and then he zaps all your abilities away and then suddenly you're a new you have you have none of the talents again. You have to recapture all your abilities again. If they did something like that, I don't know how you would do that. I feel like a lot of people might have reviewed the game more favorably. Because when you start out, it can get very, very frustrating in the way that the game feels. And you want it to be more. You want it to, you feel like you should be able to do more. And that problem comes with the fact that you need to upgrade your turtles to truly unlock their potential. It's not like they give you one awesome ability to start and you can just spam on that. You're basically left to 
fend for yourself and pick which turtle's fighting style you can connect with the most so you can actually get some damage done. Until you upgrade, and then all turtles become killing machines. So you move around from checkpoint to checkpoint. Another big difference between something like Arkham City and this, there, there's no real free roaming. You can't just roam the city and fight crime or kick, kick bad guys' butts. It's a linear story. You go from beginning to end of the story. And there's room to explore the areas and collect concept art and other things like that. But it's, it's akin to just walking around dead ends and, and looking around dead ends. There's no, there's no stuff to do. You know, it's, it reminds me similar of if you could compare, and this is a bad, this is a, I don't mean this in the quality of the game, but I mean it in the sense of the type of game it feels like. Uh, in this, like a Grand Theft Auto or the Godfather game versus a game like the Sopranos Rise to Glory game, if anyone's played that, which was one of my worst games of all time that I've ever played. And the thing was, it looked like if you looked at the Sopranos game, you would think, and even when you start playing it, you would think, oh, this is a sandbox, sandbox game, like the Godfather or like Grand Theft, where you can just walk around the city and do anything you want, and you're a member of the Sopranos family, and you have to work your way up in the crime syndicate, you know, all that sort of stuff. But it's not. It's a very, you fall storyline to storyline. You walk room to room, kind of like the Ghostbusters game the same way. Walk room to room, and there's turtle cutscenes, and the cutscenes are done in animated stills, like comic book animated still style. I heard the studio did this to save room so they could put more more content of gameplay in like the challenge mode which is similar to arkham city but even better the way it it, it works that you can just uh, go into all the different levels and just have tons of guys come at you and try to kill you and see how long you can last you can also play this game multiplayer online which is preferred i kind of wish you could play the challenge modes online and arcade mode online just so you could do some crazy beat up action What's cool about the online feature is that when you upgrade your turtles, you're using your upgraded turtles. You're not using whoever the host person is, backup turtles or something like that. You're actually using the turtles you upgraded. So you get a little bit of ownership in it, which is really cool as well. So I highly recommend downloading it. Download the 15, pay the $15, download it for Steam or Xbox Live right now. In a couple more weeks, you can download it for PS3 as well. It does not look like it's coming to any Nintendo console, but probably have one of these other consoles or Steam. So check it out. I'm, I think if you give the game a chance, you will enjoy it. It is buggy. It is frustrating. The camera bo- is bothersome, cumbersome at times. But the game is funny, and it's a good. It, you can tell it was made with a lot of reverence and love for the Ninja Turtles franchise. And, and I can appreciate that. So definitely give the game a checkout and... If I was to give it a score, I would give it probably something like a seven and a half out of ten. It's for what it is. I mean, I can't judge it against a fifty dollar game, a sixty dollar game. People are like, "Oh, judge a game, a game." No, it, you gotta pay, you gotta understand what you're paying for. I'll judge it against other fifteen dollar games, and if I judge it against other fifteen dollar games. I would want to give it a t- 10 out of 10 because it's one of the best $15 games i played, but it does have a couple of glitchy type things that happen, falling through buildings, frame rate issues a little bit at a couple times. Uh, I kind of wish that some of the dialogue cycled a little bit better, a few more dialogue, tre- dialogue things that came with it. 
I kind of wish you got a little bit more free roam of the city at times. Maybe a free, just a free roam mode where you could have like just walk around the city and beat up people at will. I wish it had a couple features. A couple features could have been removed. You know, you know, small small gripes, but overall the gaming experience was highly entertaining, and I would highly I would highly recommend this game to anybody that loves the Ninja Turtles and and has fifteen dollars to waste and wants to give give it a shot. So we're almost out of time here, and I do want to talk a little bit about Lotus. My puppy Lotus. Now, it's interesting. When you go from, oh, I'm just going to the animal shelter to look for animals, look at some animals, to you got to take this dog home. So, we had, we had here at Issues Studios, <laughs> had had a house guest. And we have three cats here. And the house guests brought a dog. And we had always said that, we want to get a dog, but we have three cats, an enclosed place. It's uh, not the smallest apartment, but it is a small apartment. Or a, a, a medium-sized apartment. It's not tiny, but it's like one room. There's not a lot of area for cats to escape and stuff. And four animals in that area, especially dog and cat, not getting along. We have one cat that's kind of a kind of a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, a little cat. So, and another cat that hates dogs. So we, so we had we had some apprehension about getting a puppy. So we go into the animal rescue league place to look at to just look because we were like, oh, let's just look because we had the house guests and the dog situation went pretty well. One of the cats that hates dogs wasn't okay, but the other two seemed pretty okay. And this dog was a very aggressive dog, like one of those dogs that just runs in your face and jumps up. And a very polite dog, new to respect the cats in the sense that one of the cats pawed him at the face and he ran away. And the cats quickly learned that this worked and two of them were socializing with him. Kind of hanging out, sitting near him, not being freaked out by him. And these two cats have some prior interaction with dogs. Yes, a dog that was very much smaller than them, but still a dog that they get along with. So they understand the smell and there is a dog that they have a prior relationship with. It's important, I think. In the sense, because the, the other cat, the black cat, its prior interactions with dogs were all negative. So it's going to take him a lot longer to warm up to this pup. So we go to the animal shelter to look at animals just for the hell of it. Just let's look. Let's look. We look around. We see this dog, Tippy, that's really cute. Oh, look at Tippy. Tippy's cute. But Tippy had a heart problem. Oh, poor Tippy. But Tippy got adopted anyway. Someone took a chance on Tippy. Tippy was a little doofy, though. Just a little doofy. Had a little bit of the doof dog, you know? <laughs> doofy. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, cat, we're cat people, essentially. You know, we're, I mean, we've both had dogs in the past, but we're cat people. We like that, you know, you have to work for it sometimes. <laughs> and it's not just easy. I mean, some dogs do give you that unconditional love, and this dog's no different. Trust me. This dog gives a lot of unconditional love. But when it comes down to it, She's also somebody that doesn't get, isn't overdoing it with the unconditional love. Definitely has, a, you have to work for it a little bit with her, which I like. So we get to the Animal Rescue League and we go around looking around and then we come around a corner and we see the most beautiful eyes in the world on this little puppy, we see, on this doggy, on this little girl. And we play with her, we look at her, she's cute, she's She's nice. She jumps up, laying a little tug of war, having fun inside the thing. But we're like, no, 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 
okay, let's get out of here. Let's, uh, let's, that's dog. That's a cute dog. I like it. Let's, let's get out of here. And we get home, and like as you're walking out the Animal Rescue League, like right as you're walking through the door, you know how some doors they play songs and stuff? You walk through a door at the Animal Rescue League, and they play Arms of the Angel. They were like, the arms of an angel. They're playing it in the background. It's like, oh my god, I can't leave here without the dog. And we, but we left. <laughs> the next day, I came back. And I went, I visited her again. I couldn't get enough of her. She's so cute. She's the cutest eyes in the world. And I guess some family came in to take a look at her, but she jumped up and stuff. And she's not, not aggressive, but, you know, she jumped up. She's really, really friendly. A rescue dog that was at a kill shelter and dealing with some horrible stuff as a baby. Brought, got brought up here to try to be adopted up here because it wasn't having any luck in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And actually, a friend of ours, or a friend of, friend of uh, Stephanie's, was was actually looking at her too and was very, very close to adopting her or wanted to adopt her. So we came, so eventually we couldn't take it anymore. We came back and we needed to meet her. So we went back, we pulled her ticket, ticket. We met her, we walked around with her for a little bit. She was aggressive, she was aggressive. She has a switch that turns it. You know, she turns the switch and she turns into super aggressive, like, rah, rah, rah. not like I'm going to bite you, dog, but like super play dog. Like, oh, I'm having fun playing. Look at me. Woo, I'm Lotus. But we couldn't take it anymore. It was too much for us to handle. And then we went through the long process of adopting her, which actually took a while because we need to get one of our neighbors to sign off of it. And if you guys have heard the show before, you know we have trouble with our neighbors being, being dunghole ass munchers. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of du- of dung holing, there isn't any reason or purpose by it. They're just like we feel like dung holing, so we're gonna be dung hole ass munchers. Sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. So we decided to get the puppy love. I love it. I love the puppy. So now we're dog people, and we're freaking out because because we don't know what it is to have a dog. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of poop cleaning. And of course, in the first day, I screw up and I give her rawhide bones and she eats the rawhide bone and she gets diarrhea. <laughs> so I have to start cleaning up diarrhea. Yeah, I know. I'm going to end the show on diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> in your derriere. But it's worth it. It's worth it because I don't know if I ever... <laughs> I always said the one thing I wanted to do is get a dog at some point. You know, and now that I have a dog to split responsibilities with somebody else, I don't need to take care of the dog full time. I can take care of the dog half the time. And when I was a kid, I tried to take care of a dog and I tried to take care of it full time. And I was a crazy teenager that was doing lots of teenage things and substances and stuff. And that was a problem. So we got the puppy. We got the puppy. So my final call, final issue, time for final issue of the day. Oh, yeah, everybody, thank you for tuning in. So let's get the music kicking. Do it. Hello, everybody. My final issue of the day is about Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch apparently has been approached to be in the new Star Wars movie. Listen, Khan. Listen, you motherfucker. <laughs> you, you hearing me? You hearing me, Cumberbatch? 
Keep your non-emotional using low-grade piece of crap. Can't act your way out of a paper bag. I don't care who says you're a good actor because you're British. Just because you're British doesn't mean you're a good actor. You have no emotion, no, it, no, no understanding of the passion and the extremes of Khan. I know, understand you do not want to do a copycat example of who the character is, but why don't you just look at Christopher Pine on how to properly do an imitation of a character without doing an imitation, just paying homage to a character, homage to a character. You sucked at Khan, and I don't want you anywhere near Star Wars. JJ, stop trying to reuse people. Oh, don't do that. Don't cross over the universes like that. I know I might be sounding like an angry Star Wars geek or loser or something like that, or whatever you want to call me. I don't care what you want to call me. Okay, if you want to spank me across the face, put me, on, put me in a room, lock me in there, and lock the door, and throw food in there, and make me eat the food, and then poop and regurgitate, and have to eat my poop, and repeat myself over and over and over again until I explode. Like the little girl in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie that just kept eating, that Freddie just fed her and fed her and fed her until her cheeks were all puffed out like Dizzy Gillespie trying to play the longest trumpet note of history. Don't put me in that kind of position because if you put me in that kind of position, I'm going to break. And I don't want to break. I don't want to attack. And you don't want that. No, I'm kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about. Everybody. Thank you for tuning into this week's issues program. I'd like to thank Dusty for listening and chiming in. And please check out silverbeast.net and Check out Silver Beast on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Please add the Couch Masters on Facebook. And you can see the link to the website there. And that will be something I'll be a part of coming up soon. Check out all my friends at the Land of Esh, Boston Bass Brigade, Geek Argo. I'll be playing the uh, promo at the end there. So you guys can check all that out as well. Call, text, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to the Issues Hotline. 781-990-8509 or email me theissuesguy at gmail.com check it out and I highly recommend you tune into Breaking Bad and catch up if you're not ca- caught up yet and tune in this Sunday where Gotti and I talk about the third to the last episode of Breaking Bad ever it's sad and again, thanks everyone for tuning in to all of those. You can check those out at Phil the Issues Guy uh, YouTube page, or if you want to check it out at issuesprogram.com under the videos or the podcast tab, you'll find them there. You can always subscribe to the RSS feeds for the podcasts and all that sort of stuff too. Check it all out. Thank you everyone for listening this week. Have a good week. Talk to you next time. Issues. Gotta get a list. Enemies, enemies. Get ready to get your nerd on. Kick the week off right with games, gadgets, and general geekery from the ladies of the Electric Sisterhood. On Tuesdays, get your pop culture news and reviews with a pure Bostonian perspective on the Boston Bastard Brigade. Geek Agro is coming at you on Wednesdays to fill what's left of your cerebral cortex with the hottest beats to get you on your feet. Then on Thursdays, you have me, Phil the Issues Guy, presenting the live issues program. It's going down each week. Only in the land of Ash, nerdcore at its finest.